Okay, I'm just gonna start recording. <clears throat> but um, I'll just do like a quick little intro. Yeah, just off the dome. We'll see how it Let's goes. Do- <laughs> if it's bad, then I'll re-record it later. <clears throat> Sounds great. Okay. Welcome back to Water Water Everywhere. You guys, we have such an exciting episode today. Lila is back. Lila, say What's hi. up? Hi, everybody. I missed you. Uh, we missed you. And I'm so happy you're back. And today is very special. Lila is going to tell us what she's been doing. So as usual, dive in and let's get wet. job oh hey carl so much hi lila okay welcome carly back thanks it feels really good to be back okay lila where are you right now i'm on the big island of hawaii i'm pretty close to hawaii volcanoes national park and i'm pretty stoked about it wow okay and what did you do what did you do last night what did I do last night? Last night, I um, ticked something really big off my bucket list and I went to go see lava. Oh my God. Flowing it- directly out of the earth, the freshest lava you can find. It was amazing. It was so cool. How close were you? Not very. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you could like still see it and yeah, comprehend. You can see it. There's, if anyone's ever been to like Devastation Point, in Hawaii National Park, that is, or Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. That's where I was. Um, I, I have no clue how actually close I was because it was nighttime. We went at like 10, 30, 11-ish. Okay. Because it's it's light. Like the lava is so bright. So it looks so cool. And you could see there's like little eruptions happening. It was wild. Did you take pictures and stuff? Yeah, it was really hard to get a good picture. <laughs> okay. But maybe we could post one of them. Yeah, we can post a little, <laughs> okay. a little crappy picture I took. My friend um, was there like a week before me and she got a really good one. So maybe with her permission, I don't know how she did. I was standing in the exact same spot. She looks like she was standing on top of the lava. I, yeah, it was so cool. It was like slowly flowing and I don't know. I was living my Bill Nye, the science guy dreams. That's amazing. Yeah, it was so cool. Y'all volcanoes are amazing. I'm so happy for you right now. Thank and I'm you. so jealous. Um, as have I you seen it earlier? Um, have I seen what? The volcano? Lava. Yeah. Have I seen lava? No, I have not. Wow. I know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, I am still in upstate New York and it is it was one degree Celsius. <laughs> I am not in Hawaii, but I'm living through Lila. Yeah. but that's okay I can hear the birdies and I hope everyone at home can hear the birdies on the podcast yeah there's lots of little birds there's also um big ones like chickens and quails maybe it's not a quail it's something else a road it's really cool (laughs) no (laughs) yes there's roadrunners here it's crazy just one coyote (laughs) (laughs) so okay how did you end up in Hawaii yeah. Great question. I like to say that I drove here. Um, <laughs> wait, really quick. I have really quick. Um, yeah. in, I think in, in ninth grade, I was going to like one of my first high school parties and I was going with some popular girls and one of the popular girls maybe wasn't one of the smartest girls. Mm. And we saw a Hawaii license plate. We're in Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. And Las Vegas is technically known as the ninth Island. Right. Yeah. People love Las Vegas and Hawaii, like people in Hawaii exactly. love Las Vegas. It's like their vacation. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So we're driving behind, um, this car with a Hawaii license plate and we're like, Oh, that's so crazy. Like, you know, how'd they get their car over here? And this girl was like, they drove, duh. <laughs> so they oh did not drive because there's no bridge. Yeah. You, you cannot but I will never forget that. (laughs) That's really funny. She's a lawyer now and I still just don't believe it, but what? (laughs) Like how? Maybe she's like doing proofs on why 
you actually can drive a car from Hawaii. <laughs> That's so funny. What did, did she, do you know what she thought? Like, did she think that there was a bridge? She was straight she just up confused? Like, just did not comprehend how far away and how there's an ocean between um, Hawaii and the um, contiguous United States. So yeah, that's true. Actually, you know what? That is something I have trouble internalizing and I actually took a boat here. So, <laughs> right. I mean, cause you see the map of the United yeah. States and then they put yeah. it very close and it's they not do. that close. No, it's same not. with Alaska. You're like, Oh, it's just right there. It's, it's not right. No, Alaska's far and also huge giant. It's freaking giant. But like, yeah. So like people will be like flying from the boat spoiler alert I took a boat but the people flying from the boat <laughs> back like from Hawaii back to like the east coast back to like Massachusetts and it's like a 12-hour flight almost wow which I didn't realize I was like it's got to be like a six-hour flight because that's how far it is from like California mm-hmm. you know but no it's like 12 it's like it's a long time that's quite far so if that puts it in perspective for anybody <laughs> but yeah I drove here I did not drive in a car <laughs> drove here. um how'd you drive and I uh, we took um, a tall ship, which is a big boat. So it's, it's like 140-ish feet. Wait, wait, wait. Is tall ship a real term? Yeah. Oh. Tall ship is like, it's like a loose term. It's not like the most accurate. It, it is a broad term. Okay. I think technically it means the mast is over a certain height or potentially that just like tall ships America recognizes you as a tall ship. Like, I don't know. I should probably know these things. No, no, no. As soon as I fine. work on one. Yeah. Um, okay. Hold on. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I guess we'll just, well, I know everyone's sitting in the edge of their seat. They're like, why were you on a tall ship? Why are you in Hawaii? Why don't we just tell the people <laughs> what you were doing? Yeah. Everyone, um, as hopefully you maybe know by now, I am a Marine scientist and part of my job is that I go out on a big boat and I take students out and we do science. <laughs> So okay. I was out there collecting scientific research. So we were out at sea for a hot minute there. And that's called sea semester. Yeah. Are we allowed I don't to know say if, that? I don't know if I want to say it. Okay. 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 But can you explain that <laughs> it's something that college students do? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, the program that I work for is... Um, one that awards college credit effectively. So people will take this one instead of like college semester. It's effectively a study abroad program, um, but just like a really intense one because uh, you're not like going to another country. You're like living on a boat out at sea in the middle of nowhere. And And we'll be out there for about six weeks. Without like cell service. Yeah, no cell service, no Mm -hmm. Wi-Fi. Boat does not have Wi-Fi. Um, We have like a satellite email we can like send out a couple emails a day and receive about the same. Um, and that's like just kind of tricky and a little unreliable, but mm-hmm. so we can do that a little bit. I usually send one to my mom <laughs> when I'm out there. Um, but yeah, it's like a big challenge for the students and it's about, you know, 18 to 22 students and maybe like 12 crew. Is it very selective since it's so few or. Yeah, it can be. I think, um, we have a couple of different programs. So there's some that are geared towards science students, um, like hard science and uh, doing like oceanographic research. And then there's ones that are like a little closer to land that are maybe more about the cultural side of things. And there's some consistencies between those, okay. but there's kind of something for everyone. And yeah, what's it's like, it can be pretty selective. Okay. And honestly with COVID, the selectivity has gone down. And you you, you, you know about this and you work, you work there because you've done it yourself as a student, correct? Correct. Yeah. I, yep. I did it as a student and then was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And then, um, a couple years later. So yeah. So my student trip, I sailed from New Zealand to French Polynesia, which was like, cool. So cool. And I did my own research and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And it's also, um, so it's a tall ship, but it's, it's a sailboat, right? So you're not just learning how to do science, but you're also learning how to sail, um, which was not something I'd done before and something mm-hmm. that people come in with a lot of so like varying levels of experience with. Um, but even if you sail something small, sailing a tall ship is like a whole different thing. Um, but that was really cool. Cause that was like, I feel like I hadn't worked on boats at all before that. Right. And now mm-hmm. here I am with my captain's license. Yeah. So captain clearly I like something about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, so I did that one. And then actually like a, like a more than a year later, maybe two years later, 
my friend was working as a scientist on the boat. Like she had gotten in before I did. And she was like, Hey, like we're leaving the dock tomorrow. And we, we just need like another person to sail on this boat. And I was like, yeah, I can be there tomorrow. Um, like weird so situation cool. in my life worked out that I could just like hop on a boat that was sailing to the Caribbean. So that was cool. And that's kind of how I got my foot in the door there. Just super available. And when you were studying, like what was the research you were doing? Um, we do a little bit of everything in like terms of the specifically ocean. Specifically when you were there, like, as oh a yes, I did a project on phytoplankton communities and ocean acidification. Um, because in college I was working on this project where, um, like seagrass, which is really awesome. A photosynthetic organism, right. A plant, um, was maybe acting as a carbon sink. So sequestering carbon in the ocean, taking it up, using it, turning it into something else. And, um, I was looking at how that could potentially affect ocean chemistry and therefore ocean acidification. Um, specifically, I think, so I was like, it wasn't my project. It was a graduate student who I was working with. Right. And she was looking at like this one reef in Jamaica that had a seagrass bed next to it. And potentially those reefs would be healthier because the seagrass was acting as like a buffer for ocean acidification if that makes sense. And so I was really interested in that. And then I was like, how can I continue this, but out in the middle of the ocean? Um, because obviously there's no seagrass in the middle of the ocean. And we're also pretty limited in things that we can do out there. Like we have millions of dollars of research equipment, um, but we can't like run an experiment, right? We can't do like trials. Mm -hmm. It's more so taking data from the ocean, like the little piece of ocean that we're sitting in. So I worked with my chief scientist and we figured out that like, uh, doing um, just like phytoplankton communities, phytoplankton also being a photosynthetic organism, right? Effectively a unicellular plant, if you want to think of it like that, um, if that could buffer ocean acidification in certain parts of the ocean. Because no one's really looked at ocean acidification out in the main ocean, like the middle of nowhere ocean. Okay. We look at it a lot in coastal mm -hmm. ocean. Sure. Coastal goggles. Yeah. More ac accessible, I'm assuming. Yes. Research. Yeah. More accessible. And we kind of feel like it's more relatable to us, right? More yeah. relevant to us. Sure. A lot of reasons. It's, yeah, not many people go out a thousand miles from land to drop a hydro I mean, carousel. that sounds yeah. like that sounds scary to me because like, I remember <laughs> when you were doing it the last time, like you were talking about like a, like a storm and like, oh, yeah. Like, being at sea in the middle of a storm thousands of miles away from any shore like that's what nightmares are made of to me so <laughs> yeah like, I've had a couple of storms out at sea this this past trip was not stormy which is good okay. that was like a treat I feel like every other trip I've had has been like some major weather event uh-huh but yeah the biggest one was a, a category one cyclone condition conditions it was like the winds that were that fast yeah something like 90 miles an hour yeah, that was a lot. That was intense. <laughs> Everyone wants to hear about the storm. It's good. It's a good story. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think we already talked about the storm too in another episode, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, we did probably. I think the ocean conveyor belt, go back and listen. If you haven't, then you can hear the full story. Uh, cause it's a really good story. Huh. Thanks girls. <laughs> You're yeah, no, but this past trip, we went from San Diego out to Hawaii. Um, okay. Because we're just trying to stay in U.S. How waters right now. Is San Diego from Hawaii in nautical miles? Because great you also question. Us about nautical miles in the nautical last episode. Miles. If you haven't listened to that one, um, it's almost exactly the same as a mile. They're very similar. <laughs> just it was it like one point three. Yeah, it's one point one five. One point nautical mile is one point one five regular land miles. I don't know why okay. land miles exist. It should just be nautical miles. It doesn't okay. make any sense to me. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually, I don't know the distance, um, straight across cause we didn't go straight across. So, okay. If I, if we were to beeline it from San Diego to Hawaii to Honolulu, effectively, it would take maybe like 10 days on our boat. We okay. don't go very fast. We're maybe like, how I think our top knots, speed this time. Was, how many knots yeah. are you going? Oh, look at you. <laughs> we were going, um, at our fastest about 10 nautical miles per hour. Is that fast or knots. slow? Or um, it feels medium? really fast on our boat, but it's pretty slow. What's a cruise ship going at? I don't anything? know. A lot faster. Okay. 
Okay. I'm okay. Sure. What was yeah. it, how fast can a speedboat go? Um, like 30 to 50 knots, depending. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The boat I worked on this summer was a motorboat and it was, it was about 40 knots and it was okay. fast. Okay. Pretty fast. So we were going 10. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. Yeah. Barely leaving a wake. Right. And that's sailing. And so that feels really fast. It feels like you're like, whoa, we're freaking flying. But sometimes you're just like pointed up into the wind and the wind is like in your face a lot and you're not actually going that fast, but the wind is like hitting your face. Right. So it feels like you are. Yeah. Um, but we obviously, we weren't going like 10 knots the whole time and we had to stop twice a day to put scientific equipment in the water. And every time we would stop, that was like two to three hours. So just to put that in perspective. Were you stopping in like predetermined parts of the ocean or just like being like, oh, this is like a good place to stop or. Yeah. It's more like, um, we're like, okay, we're going into the international convergence. So like, um, it wasn't so much that we were like, all right, wait, wait, know, wait, week, wait. we're going to stop that? here. Say that again. What is the international? Sorry. The internet inter. No, I always call it the international. That's not what it is. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's the intertropical convergence zone. What I'm sorry, that? everyone. ITCZ. It's like, um, a zone where the winds kind of converge on each other and it creates different ocean conditions and weather conditions effectively. Okay. Is kind of the most basic way I can describe it. So maybe people out there have heard of the doldrums which is um, a little closer to the equator. We also sailed through there. It's not the ITCZ. It's um, kind of a part where instead of the winds are converging, they're kind of moving away from each other. They're blowing in opposite directions. Um, And it creates this, more or less, right? It creates um, like a calm area and there's almost no wind. So it's really hot and it's really hard to sail. (laughs) And so people like back in the day before motors were a thing would get stuck there. The doldrums stuck and die or just stuck and then they could i don't know probably someone died okay okay yeah but maybe they had oars you know we had a motor so it was fine yeah so it was like high stormy winds of the intertropical convergence zone and then we were in the doldrums also so we kind of got the best of both worlds but it we we design our sail plan based on the student projects so one student was like i want to go look at like this eddy and i want to sample this eddy just kind of like a current that swirls around Wait, um, so the students are picking their projects? Yeah. Okay. Okay. When I was a student, I picked mine. Yeah. And sometimes they work together. Sometimes they do their own thing. Okay. Um, and yeah, we had a couple of other ones. One was looking at ocean bacteria. Um, and someone else was, you know, there's always a phytoplankton project. So what was, the, a. what was the coolest project? Do you think? Oh, I don't know. There's so many cool ones. I'd never personally worked with bacteria before in the ocean. So that was kind of cool to see that process. Um, I actually, I had to leave the boat a couple days early cause I had an ear infection. So I had to go to the hospital, <laughs> which was lame. Um, and so I missed the final presentations, which made me really sad. Um, Cause I was like working with these students the whole time to like get their data. And I just like really want to see how they turned out. Um, so they were all cool in a different way. There's physical oceanography. So like looking at eddies, there's chemical oceanography, looking at um, different nutrients in the water and then like biological. So there was chlorophyll a, which is the pigment in a lot of photosynthetic organisms that allows them to photosynthesize. So people were looking at that, which is effectively looking at phytoplankton. Right. Yeah. Okay. Very. And cool. bacteria. Yeah. There were, I can't actually even name them all right now. Um, and also because it's been like a month. It's been more than a month. Which it's been exactly crazy. one month since I've said goodbye to the students. Yeah. That's crazy because like, I feel like you just got off the boat. Um, yeah. I was on the boat for a little after. Right. But okay, so yeah. From how anyway, long to answer you your like- original question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't beeline it straight from San Diego to Hawaii. We did kind of like a check mark shape. So we went down almost to the equator. We got about to six degrees north latitude. So six degrees from the equator. And then we turned north and went back up to Hawaii. So it was kind of like a check mark shape. Why? Um, and um, because first of all, we have to be out there for a certain amount of time. And it's just, it's more fun just to Why? like get all the data. Why do you um, want to be out for a certain, because like you're, they tell the students like, this is how long you're going to be out there. Like, yeah, our, our program, the way we've designed it effectively takes six weeks. Okay. So, um, that's like enough time so that students can get enough data to make a decent research project. 
Um, and that takes time. And then also just like learning how to sail the boat is the other half of this. Like they are scientists. They're doing sciencey things on the boat. They're like the second half is like sailing the boat and getting it to each effective like point that we need to sample at. So we design the cruise track so the students can like get the most data. And so when we cross a lot of different types of water, right, we go from like coastal Californian waters to near equatorial, calm, not windy waters, the ocean's going to look pretty different there. And so students can get like a pretty good range of data in that area. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those can be very stressful data collection. It can be. (laughs) Yeah. Especially because sometimes you're like, oh, we really need to, like, I was really hoping to sample this current here. Um, and then we just like, can't get to it for whatever reason. Maybe someone gets injured and we have to turn towards land sooner. Maybe there's a storm. Maybe we lost a piece of science equipment, right. Right. Um, or something broke. That happens. (laughs) All of those things happen. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah, but our, everything went more or less according to plan on this last trip. And I had a captain that I worked with and he would always say the plan is only good for 90 seconds, right? Cause you're always going to change it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it went more or less pretty smoothly. So we went down to the equator almost, and then back up to Hawaii. And that took us about six weeks. We were at sea for like maybe five and a half weeks. And then we kind of anchored near like Maui. Um, if you don't know, I think I mentioned in the Faroe Islands episode, Maui in the winter time is like the best time to go whale watching. So that was amazing. Oh yeah. We saw so many whales. Um, More than you saw when you were in Washington. Working on a whale watching boat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would actually say um, it was like probably the coolest whale experience I've ever had. (laughs) Yeah. It was, I was like, wow, I worked on this whale watching boat for like four months and here we are (laughs) in Hawaii (laughs) working on this other boat. Yeah. That's crazy. So that was, that was amazing. That was like, uh, we were just like, sailing right our motor was off or maybe quiet I don't remember what the motor was doing actually but we had just gotten to Maui and we had stopped at the big island for just like a hot second and so we had sailed from Maui to the big island and we had to go through this channel called Alanui Haha and it's like known for being like crazy wavy and huge waves and high winds and I slept through it I thought I was going to be on deck for it and just like the conditions at that time were not that bad which was good Mm -hmm. it was like a lot of buildup I was nervous to go through this channel and then it was okay. Um, which was kind of funny. Like the waves were not the biggest ones that we had seen the whole trip. Um, but so we're getting to Maui. I'm coming on deck. It's like one in the morning, just the way that it works, right? People always have to be on watch. And then because of that, people are always sleeping. So I had what we call the dawn watch. Um, so it goes from one in the morning to seven in the morning. You had to be awake. And it ends with the sunrise. Yeah. Um, so I was like working effectively. I'm always working, but you know, I'm sleeping too. So that was, yeah. So we were on deck and I'm in the lab and I'm doing like data entry. It's close to the end of the trip. So all of the students are kind of done with their projects. So there's not much going on in the lab. I'm just like tapping away. And it's at the point where the students can kind of do everything themselves. So I don't really need to be watching them, Um, but they come and get me out of there. And they're like, yo, Lila, like we hear whales. And I was like, whoa, you can hear whales. You can hear them breathing. And they're like, no, we can't hear them breathing. We can hear them like singing. What? And I was like, no, you can't. You can't no. hear whales sing. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So that was like, I was like, you're not like, you're hearing something else. There's no way you can hear whales singing from above the surface. Like, that's just not how it works. Right. And I think that I'm some expert on this. And I go out on deck and I'm there for maybe like 10, 15 minutes and we don't hear anything. And then like, we, I start to hear it's still like kind of far off. It's like, sounds like a, like maybe like a motor running it, or like, it, like machinery. It. I can't. It's it. so, it Try was so low it. and Try. deep. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. no, it's, it, it's not a sound that I thought. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like that? <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. like a sound that I thought whales made. Like it okay. was a new one for me. Okay. It sounds like someone like, like I thought it was like someone was like using a crane to move big, heavy objects around on. It's like a very, very low like a okay. that's probably the closest I could get to it we're gonna have to find Hopefully. that sound and we're yeah gonna, we're gonna post it okay great it was coming from their like blowholes right because if I were like you can they sing but they don't do that the same way when they sing they're not pushing air out of their blowhole they're just pushing air kind of around the various spaces in their body cavities um which was not happening 
they were vocalizing somehow and it was related to them breathing and it was really weird. And I didn't think it was a whale until one surfaced right next to us and did it. And I was like, oh my God. And then it was a situation where like seven humpback whales were circling us for like three hours and they kept making that noise and they were breathing. And every time they breathed one, just one of them would always go, would like make this really weird noise where it like tightened its blowhole at the end. I don't know. It was like, wow. and they were being so charismatic and they were looking at us and they were like breaching in the moonlight. It was crazy. I've never had anything like it. And then the next day we went snorkeling and we didn't see any whales, but if you like stuck your head under the water at any, like any time you could hear the whale singing because sound travels really fast underwater. So they must've been close by, but we just didn't see them. Um, so but it was crazy. really wild to like hear that. Yeah, that was crazy. It was crazy. It was just wild. Like, that must be such a like, oh, grounding experience. It's just like, we're just not alone here. And like, we are not yeah. the most important things here. And like, this is not, especially like in the ocean, like this is not my home. Like, right. Yeah. I'm a visitor. Yeah, exactly. And these are the coolest things. And they're yeah, so smart. Like what yeah. an insane thing to witness and to yeah. hear. Like that's, that's crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, how many people get to say that they've done that? You know? No, that was insane. Yeah. So very special. Maui is the best time to see humpback whales, but Maui in winter, <laughs> you don't even have to get on a boat potentially, really? but yeah, breaching like every day we were seeing them. Yeah. Even on the big Island and on uh, Kauai, I was on that other Island for a while as well. Yeah. Just whales everywhere. Whale soup. Breaking crazy. Whale, whale <laughs> soup, but you know, not like that. Okay. Guys. Not the kind like, that you would eat. You guys, not, come we on. don't do that here. Don't eat, don't eat the whale unless you're in the Faroe Islands and it's We're, regulated and you yeah, paid yeah, for yeah, it sustainable. and it was got sustainably. Yeah. You know, which maybe it is, maybe it's not. We're, you yeah, decide. I actually <laughs> small sidebar, a small update when I was um, going through that episode and editing it and getting ready to put it out there for you guys. I was like, well, maybe there's an update. Maybe um, they followed through with some of that stuff that they said they would, but no, there, I couldn't find any updates on that Dang. since the summer. First of all, so, we love a follow-up. Yeah, we love a follow-up. Maybe there will be one. We'll keep up, keep our eyes out. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that was cool. That was pretty dope. So to answer your question that I've been trying to answer for 20 minutes now, and I just keep getting sidetracked. I'm I keep sorry. forgetting what question I asked you. So you're doing great. We sailed almost 4,000 nautical miles. Oy vey. I don't know. Which is significant. <laughs> that is. I'm yeah. I guess to put it in perspective back in the day, you know, like sailors would get tattoos that mean things. Yes. You get your, like a swallow tattoo, a tattoo of a swallow, a bird, the little bird. Okay. You've maybe seen it's like the Sailor Jerry style swallow. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get that when you sailed 5,000 nautical miles. That's like the benchmark for a wow. swallow. However, back in the day, like I've probably would have like three or four swallows by now. Do you have any? Like back in the, I don't. Oh. I just, like, tattoos are expensive. <laughs> but you do have tattoos. Don't act like you don't. So I'm a little You're right. I just haven't gotten any since I've <laughs> sailed that far. And I don't, I haven't been keeping track either. I should have been keeping track of like all my mileage. Can um, we there's set no up way a to know. fund, a swallow fund? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you didn't. <laughs> no. I'll go get one. The issue is like, if I get just one, that's not accurate. It's not bunch. accurate. And people are going to be wondering. People are going to be know? wondering. So I don't know. I haven't gotten them yet, but I do like that style of tattoo. They're cool. Yeah. I'm, well, you should. I could like, just get like a couple are, and then people, like, you, yeah. You are a sailor. And like, that is where tattoos are from. <laughs> so like, I feel like you should just like cover your whole fucking body and just like <laughs> do it. Whoa. I could, I mean, yeah. In a I good mean, a covered way. Body like, would be well, one, yeah. you're, you're already hot. It's not like you need to add hotness. Oh, babe. Get yeah. out of here. Buy me dinner you know first. how I feel about you. <laughs> <laughs> but do the listeners know? Everyone should know Lila's gorgeous and I lo- love her. Get out of here. If she wanted to date me, I would. <laughs> um, I would date you, Carly. So <laughs> just feel like there's other people in this world that might have problems with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, a little long distance. Maybe we're a little heterosexual. I don't know, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, well, I was mostly just saying um, other people that we are dating. Okay. Well, can we yeah. move on to another topic? 
Yeah, I do just want to add something really quick. Please. Um, tattoos actually come from Polynesian culture and sailors took them from that. Hey, I thank have to, you so yeah. much for correcting me on that. You're welcome. It's yeah. I don't want to be like sailors are the first ones, but no, they went to no. those islands okay. and they and had some interactions like with those people of varying levels like, of negativity. And yeah. that's like indigenous cultures. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm so yeah. sorry, everyone. That's okay. I'm sorry. We out, we out here learning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. What, I mean, obviously the science and everything is so cool. Like the sailing aspect of it is so cool to me, but I am a gossip drunk junkie. I am a drama junkie. (laughs) What was happening on the ship? There were college kids. There were guys, there were girls. Like, I'm sure you're all hot. Like what's going on? What's the dynamic? Who's friends? Who's not like, who's fucking queer people as well. Yeah. Queer people. Like, let's talk (laughs) about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will say this group of students is like probably the best group of students I've ever had the absolute pleasure of working with, mm-hmm. um, team 301. If you out there, I love you. I miss you. Be my friend. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so sometimes there is drama on the boat with the kiddos and I call them kiddos. This past group was 20 to 23 years old, mm-hmm. almost as old as me. So, um, they're not really kids, but that's just how I refer to them. So, yeah. yeah. And also I've had other groups of students that are much younger. So the kiddos, um, I've definitely had like the, the program that I work for, we have like a rule that's like no exclusive relationships. Um, it's a tough one because you're Wait, living in such really a- quick. Yeah. When I say no exclusive relationships. Does that mean we can have casual relationships? You may. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're looking for the loophole. It's not <laughs> yeah, exclusive, maybe. You guys. It's, it's open. <laughs> it's, uh, we're open. Okay. So we can't get yeah. in trouble. But part of it, the boat is like, you know, it's like a big boat by some standards, but when you're living on it for six weeks and there's nothing else around, it's not a very big boat, right? You're never more, you can't physically be more than like a hundred feet from another person. Right. Um, and like you live in a bunk, right? So it's like, it's like a, like your bunk, you're separated from the real world by like a curtain, right? So there's no privacy. So um, it's kind of tricky to like, for students to hook up without us knowing about it. And if we see that happening, it's just like a huge discomfort kind of for everyone involved. So we just try to like nip that in the bud. Um, but it's not to say that like romances haven't started at sea, which is sure. a lovely I mean, and wonderful how thing. How freaking yeah. romantic would that be? I mean, everyone's um, like beautiful and smart. So, yeah, you know, the, ooh, um, the whales. Ooh, it's a storm. Yeah. Ooh, hold me. <laughs> ooh, oh, hold me. <laughs> ooh, play your ukulele on the housetop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's everything about being at sea is like romantic in one way or another. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know. People do it or like sometimes the issue is not even romance. It's just like friendships between people that feel exclusive. Right. Sure. Um, which you and I fully have been experience there. with. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are the exclusive friendship. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So just like things like that, that would make people uncomfortable, I guess. Um, or just like make things socially difficult because everything is like that much more intense when the only people that you interact with for six weeks is um, like the same 30 people. Sure. That you live, work and eat with. Yeah. And they know everything that you're doing all the time. Right. And so, yeah, it's so, like things happen. And also like the students get a shore component before they come out to sea. So they all kind of like, that's a little more. What does that mean? Relaxed. Like they're hanging out with each other before like they go on the ship. Yeah. We have a campus. Um, on the east coast and so they kind of live in like the houses there and they take classes and they kind of like develop their projects so that everything's ready oh, by the time okay they're not just they coming out straight out of like their actual college and like no for the most part they know each other beforehand for the most part okay okay yeah yeah this a lot more sense. group we had one group that is like they came this time they kind of did everything like more or less normally and then we had one group that actually did their short component um, and a week before they were supposed to leave to fly to New Zealand to get on the boat, um, everything shut down because of COVID. So this was like two years ago and they've been waiting like two years to come on this boat and like oh. do this trip. So that was like really cool and special for them. Yeah. So those two groups of kids did not know each other. Um, and then they all kind of met up and spent 10 days together on the West coast. And then we put them on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sleepy. Sorry. Big yawn. <laughs> sorry. Someone went to brunch this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Quick intermission for um, my, yeah, guys, I went to brunch this morning. Carly um, went to brunch. She's a brunch girl. Well, 
in reality, I haven't been able to be who I really am, which is a brunch girl in nine <laughs> months. So I got to this. I think this was like the first brunch I've been to since I moved here. So wow. you bet your bottom dollar. I did have two Bloody Marys. Yum. <laughs> I love but a Bloody Mary. I do have one complaint about what is your complaint? Bloody Marys here. It seems that on the East coast, um, horseradish is used in excess. Whereas where I'm from, it's, you know, maybe a small amount, maybe none, which is honestly what I prefer in my bloody. Hmm. And I know that's controversial and I just had to say it. Yeah. We might lose some listeners from that statement. I love Bloody Marys and like, I love, like, I love tomato juice. Like that's my beverage of choice, unfortunately. So, you know, I'm just a little upset, but yeah, but you had two, so it wasn't that bad. I had two. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like though, um, Bloody Marys for me, at least like differ so much between the bars that I go to. They really do. Like the place. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. So I like, uh, like a spicy bloody that's like like the classic formula sans horseradish sans horseradish lots of olives love my olives i love yeah piece of celery in there tabasco i love yeah worcestershire 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 <laughs> wooster wooster, wooster. Massachusetts. <laughs> very good Oh my God. Okay. So this isn't important, but I did go to brunch (laughs) today, guys. Um, so So I'm a little sleepy. I'm no, I'm not sleepy. I'm fucking I'm hyped. I'm like so excited to be talking to you and to be recording with you because I, and you know, another intermission that the fans might appreciate is that like, I, yeah, I have missed doing this with you so much while I have loved getting to talk to new people in different professions that I have not met before you and I, I think have a great dynamic. And I think for me, that's what makes this show special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone uh, shouts out to Carly for running this whole business while I have been completely out of touch, out of reach (laughs) with from society. Doing such cool shit though. Like, yeah, no, but it's fine. The best. Yeah. And then also it was just like so cool to be out at sea, right? And not have any cell phone service, but then come back into cell phone service and see that we had, what was it, like 300 downloads or something? Oh, baby, we're at like 500 now. Oh my God, you guys. Well, you, yeah, I just thought, you know, even if like one person ever listened to this, that was going to be like the coolest thing. Right. But this is, that's really special. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for dealing with my poor quality um audio and we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna get better with that but thank yes. you for listening i love yes, you yes for sure like yes like- thank you so much for everyone who has listened and downloaded and followed and also like reached out to me on a personal level and said hey this is really cool i'm so happy you're doing this like that stuff means so much and then it it just makes it feel like okay like there is like a reason why that we felt compelled to do this and why we're going to keep doing this, even if it is going to be 50 people or 10 people, or maybe 500, which is like beyond my wildest dreams. So like, thank you so much to everyone. And we're just going to keep trying our best and we are learning and you know, we're not perfect, but I think that's why it's special. Oh yeah. We love doing this and we love you all. So thank you for letting us do it still. We honestly, we would keep doing it if no one was listening, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Um, but it's really nice that you are tuning in. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wet. Yeah. Okay. Intermission over. Intermission over. Maybe you back to the drama. Back to the drama. Boat drama. I don't know. I guess yeah. So long story short, there's no good hookup places on the boat. Or just like private places. And okay, then but where are the hookup places? Um, let's see. So we have two boats. <laughs> And on one of the boats, not the one I was just on, the library is kind of secluded and there's a door that you can close. So maybe people, would, it's everything small, right? Nothing is big. Uh-huh. Um, but so maybe in that library, but not on the boat that I was just on. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's like a, there's like a tool locker on deck that you can close the door. That's hot. There's, um, when you go down below, like below decks, below there's deck. 
<laughs> below deck. Yeah. Um, there's like hatches in the, we call it the soul, right? But it's just the floor. And so you like climb down a ladder into those. Maybe students have gotten like where we keep like, I don't know, cans of beans and stuff and scientific equipment. Um, it's like below your feet when you're walking along. So you can like climb down in there and maybe no one will bother you. Um, if you're a crew member, you get a cabin, um, which doesn't have a door, but it does have a little curtain. Uh, and it's just like a little more private. Um, it's just quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know. I guess people maybe do that. <laughs> maybe people. maybe yeah. I didn't. I don't maybe know. Maybe <laughs> some random people. Who knows? <laughs> maybe some people that I know did it. <laughs> if I were to have done these things, this is where I might. This is where I would. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done any of like the. I don't know. Sometimes you could just like time it right when you know when like no one's going to be up forward. There's that's kind yeah, of fun there's though. Not it's kind a of lot like of places like high school again, where it's like okay, maybe you're hooking up in this guy's like like bedroom and his parents are sleeping. Like you got to be quiet or or like yeah yeah, it's kind of fun. I guess like you got to sneak out. Like I don't know stuff like that. Like that's kind of exciting. Like yeah, in terms of like forming a new relationship or even a friendship. Like that stuff mm-hmm. is like oh, what a bond. And yeah. so no, it's a great way to get to know people. Yeah. Do you feel like talking about your situation? <laughs> <laughs> I can a little bit. If my students are listening, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Do they not this know? Is how you find out? I don't. I mean, we had to keep it a secret. Oh, okay. Like you're not it, really supposed can't. to because the rule is no exclusive oh. relationships. It's like you, if yeah, if people are dating, if crew members, like professional staff, are dating, like the students can't really know about it. Okay, gotcha. Um, and like to be fair, like you've got to keep it. Like you don't want to be kind of in everyone's face about it anyway. Because you um, get boat crazy, and maybe they'll be like, "Fuck you!" Like I wish I was hooking up with someone. Right, and it's also just like actively breaking a rule. Yeah. Okay. So you just like. <laughs> you don't want to do that um but yeah one of the other scientists and i are (laughs) dating (laughs) okay and yeah you did not know this was very exciting previously correct i met them on this past cruise at what point did you meet them like before you got on the boat? i'm assuming you met everyone before you get on the boat right or no nope (laughs) uh yeah as soon as i set foot on the boat which so i knew people just like from working at this company Okay. I was like, oh, and like one of them was like a student with me on my student trip. So it was like really fun working with her. She's the best. It was her first time being first scientist and she did an amazing job. And then I was second scientist. And then the third scientist was someone that I did not know. Okay. And now I do know very well. Yeah. Okay. And are you saying that person is third scientist? Yes. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I have to be like actively discreet. I'm sorry, I can't. Right. No, um, I, I totally get it. Um, but this is like such good juicy gossip and I'm loving yeah. it. And that's funny though, like several people were like, Oh, you're working with that person, like you two are gonna get along. Really? And we did, and now we've been on like a two-week vacation in Hawaii together. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Yep. Yeah, it's get been really any cute. Better. I feel so lucky every you day. You guys watched yeah. a volcano together last night. We did. We looked at a volcano together. Jesus Christ. I'm wearing their sweatshirt. Yeah. You are living in my fantasy of being in a rom-com. <laughs> it did feel a lot like a fantasy. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. But then, I'm but like, like hiding from students and like not being able to like be open about holding hands or anything like that, you know? And are you, do you feel comfortable stating what the status of your relationship is? Yeah. As of right now, um, I'm, you know, it's, it's official. as of right now so yeah yep she went out to see she got a boyfriend yeah wow like crazy I am so happy everybody knows I've never had one so proud (laughs) so like I just feel like I'm feeling the feelings with you and wow you know it's emotional and I just couldn't be any happier. I'm very emotional. And especially yeah. because he's a little, little ocean freak like you. <laughs> That's true. I uh, can't yeah. Yep. He yeah, gets we're both it. a little crazy. Yeah, he, he does. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like, you kind of need someone that does, or you like with this job, you can't just like yeah. date, can't oh date any God. landlubber that you find. No, Carly. wait, maybe that's why we're not dating. <laughs> Maybe that's why, because you just love land so much. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're just like obsessed with it. Yeah. Such a deal breaker. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. Wow. Wow. wow. Okay. Water, yeah, water everywhere. Water weirdos. You heard it here first. Lila is in a relationship. She's not single. She's not single anymore. Sorry, yeah. guys. I hope, this, I hope this episode ages well. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, you know, if not, whatever. Like, this That's is okay. The we'll reality. talk about it then. We'll talk That's, about it's it. It's just then. life. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for telling the listeners. You're welcome. The juice. Like You're that. welcome. If you have more questions that you think I can answer vaguely, slash, maybe as I keep moving forward in my life, I can talk about things more openly. Yeah. This is the level at which I'm comfortable with now. Yeah. It's, well, that's, that's a okay, great everybody. level. That's a great yeah. level. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, now I'm off track. Cause I'm just like, Oh God. If you know Aww. me, you know, I'm a sucker for love and relationships. She, loves it. she just loves love. I love love. Um, <laughs> God. so now I'm just like daydreaming right now about what the boat was. Like. <laughs> oh my God. It was, well, you were still like, Oh my God. I was so tired. <laughs> Okay. See, that's what we need. You were tired. <laughs> yeah, I was tired because you don't you don't sleep that much. Is it because it's like loud? Six weeks. Like it's because yeah. So the schedule works that you're like off for twelve hours and on for six hours. Mm-hmm. So you work a six hour shift, right? Which is like sometimes you are putting equipment in the water, sometimes you're sailing the boat, sometimes you're processing data. It's like it looks a little different every time. And then and then you have like twelve hours off, and so those twelve hours are like your time to sleep, shower, eat, yeah, socialize, whatever. Right. So like at the end of the day, you don't actually have that much like social time or sleeping time, depending on how you choose to do things. But like, I would sleep a lot because you like, you just don't like, that's how you keep going. Yeah. <laughs> and I would get yeah. really mad. So my students would not sleep. They would choose to be social over sleeping and then like pay the price for it later. And that just like gets unsafe. Sure. Yeah, um, so I would get really frustrated with them. Yeah, well, like yeah. they are actually responsible for keeping everyone alive in those moments, right? Yeah, like sailing the boat, putting things overboard, and getting them back, right? Like if we lose scientific equipment, whatever. It's like that's like, a lot of money, so but it's expensive. not a human life, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's when, or like you know, they like trip over something and fall because they're too tired to be paying attention. That's like, it's not safe. Falls on the boat can come really serious really fast, right? Mm-hmm. if you fall on deck and we're just like tilted over at the wrong angle you could like slide toward the ocean you know it's like we have a rail that keeps you from going overboard but if you're like leaning over too far so like we always wear harnesses if we're working over the side of the boat we're like clipped into something so we don't fall overboard okay. i'm constantly holding on to something i can't just like stand there without holding on to something yeah is there everything's a, moving all the time is there everything a is picture moving. of the boat or a boat that looks similar that you could share with us because i'm having a hard time like picturing i'm picture i'm picturing the pirate ship in hook <laughs> it's not that far off it's more modern wow yeah let me i'll text you a picture and you can post it okay yeah okay and like how long is this ship 140 feet 140 150 with like the bowsprit as well which is that long stick that pokes off the front okay i love how it has a wikipedia page (laughs) (laughs) a lot of boats do Really? Yeah. Boats are so cool. Yeah. Those, I don't know how tall the masts are actually. Let's, let's visit the Wikipedia page. These are things that I should know. Okay. So the length is 134. It's built for sail training. Interesting. Yes. Correct. So there's like certain things that are interesting about the rigging of this boat because we take inexperienced people on it. Wow. For example, um, sometimes you would have to climb a loft to set a sail on other types of boats. And we have everything rigged so that no one actually has to climb a loft to set the sail. So going aloft, climbing up in the rigging, right, is like fully optional. Okay. Students get to do it, but they don't have to for our program. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Turns out I don't actually know how tall the masts are. That's okay, but it's tall. It's a tall yeah. ship. Yeah. Oh, that picture is um, where I was docked very recently. That's so nice. So this is a picture I could share or not share? Yeah, just a picture. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, hold on. That's so freaking cool. If you zoom in, you can see the name of the boat. I don't know. Oh, maybe we can. I, I'll, I I'll can't send you a different really one. See it, but I can block it off. I can. Okay. Yeah, I think people can like figure it out. Like it's not that hard, but just like for right now, I should 
Yes. Should not because I just like haven't gotten anything cleared with my employers or anything like that. Wow. Yeah. Isla, if I haven't said it already enough, <laughs> I'm so happy to have you back. Wow. I'm and so glad to be back and to keep learning about water with you. Me too. Like that's what we're here to do. And that's yeah. what we are going to keep doing. And yeah. I hope everyone continues to sail along with us. Yeah. Ah, oh, that was really cute. <laughs> so stupid. But you know, and, uh, it's not water, water everywhere without my puns, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's why people too, I feel like, you know, they come for the science, but they stay for the, the sick jokes that you drop sick each week. fucking jokes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, um, listeners, thank you so much. I love you and I'll see you soon. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in again on this very special, very unique episode with all the gossip. Um, and you know, moving forward, Lila and I are going to continue our regular format, but I think now we're going to have once a month, I'm going to continue to try and have these people come on the show that, cause it seems like it's such a great way to keep learning about these different water topics and to like bring awareness that there are professionals out there doing this kind of work to make sure that water remains safe and accessible and people are protecting these resources. So, um, again, thank you so much for sticking with me as I'm figuring it out. And as Lila is coming back, we are so happy. So if you haven't already follow us on Instagram at water.water everywhere, you can go to our website at waterwatereverywherepod.com. You can get all of our episodes on Spotify. Um, we love you. So just take care and we'll see you next week. Yeah. And send us DMS and stuff. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Yeah. But Lila is taken. So calm down. don't slide in like that (laughs) all right bye (laughs) unless you cute no